Hey everybody, this is Melvin from uh, Light Ministries of Faith, and I wanted to talk to you guys today. This is a sermon that I was preparing that I, I really wanted to get out. Um, it's about driving back the enemy, spiritual warfare. I mean, we're all been under spiritual warfare. We're all being attacked constantly. Um, we all know the scripture about, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities of the unseen world. So we all know that one, but I wanted to give you guys insight on David as he was being hunted and uh, on his way to Gath by the Philistines. Um, and so I'm going to break down this chapter. Um, it's 13 verses, Psalm 56. I'm going to read 1 through 13 in the New Living Translation. But my notes and everything that I took is from the New King James Version. So I want you to read both versions if you can. Um, but follow with me on Psalm 56. And I'm going to break it down about the spiritual warfare and then the, the four ways the enemy oppresses. And then I'm going to turn around the seven ways to win the spiritual battle against the unseen world. So here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to start off with a prayer. Uh, Father God, let your word come through me, O oh Lord. Father God, let your word be taught and understood. Father God, I ask that you just bless the word. Bless me as I'm speaking your word, O oh God. And we just ask for a healing and a blessing that you give divine blessing over this, Lord Jesus Christ. We come to you right now saying thank you and everything. We praise you. We love you. We thank you, God. And we say these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let's get into Psalm 56. Um, again, this is David being hunted by the Philistines on his way to Gath. Um, starting at verse 1. Oh God, have mercy on me, for people are hounding me. My foes attack me all day long. I am constantly hounded by those who slander me, the, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? Verse 5. They are always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step, eager to kill me. Don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, O oh God, bring them down. You keep track of all of my sorrows. You have collected all of my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know, God is on my side. Verse 10. I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. You have, for you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping, so now I can walk in your presence, O oh God, in your life-giving light. Amen. 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 So I got some notes here that I'm going to touch on. I'm going to break down the verses and everything, and uh, let's, let's get into it. Um, again, four ways the enemy oppresses. So I was studying and everything, and, and this just really came over me. I really broke down the verses and seeing like, yeah, this is a spiritual attack. This is, this is a, a, a way that we see the enemy attacking us. But 
we can drive back the enemy. We can drive back Satan and his tactics, his evil spirits, demonic forces, everything. And there are seven ways to win that spiritual battle. So let's get into it. Um, again, Psalm 56 is when David was being hunted on, on his way to Gath by the Philistines. Um, verse 1, notice the word swallow, which means to beat, curb, or to swallow. Sometimes the enemy just wants to crush our spirits and swallow up our purpose in life. Notice he said all day in the scripture, David said all day, which is translated from Hebrew to all the time or the total of everything. Okay, so verse two, Satan will put people around us to distract us. David did as he just as David did when he was being hounded. We all know that Satan will put people into our lives to distract us or to waste our time that can be spent on the Lord doing God's work or anything like that. So Satan, he's, he'll take anything. He'll take anything that you can give him. He's not picky. He's not choosing. But he'll take anything he can get to distract us, to keep, to keep us off of God's word. Um, let's drop down to uh, verse 5. Um, Satan is the accuser. He will use our thoughts and twist our words, just as David said. He would try to ruin us by twisting and fabricating God's purpose on our lives. So, as, as David was saying, they manipulate and twist my words. So David's saying, I'm speaking about God, but they're taking that and they're manipulating what I'm saying as for evil, as for, for their own gain, but not for the gain of God's glory. Verse six. Satan, well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, verse 6 says that Satan talks to us to hinder our faith. They gather, they hide, and they mark my steps. When they lie and wait on my life, we must realize that Satan uses people to oppress us. So this is David saying they, they count his steps, they, they, they're waiting on him, they're lying on him, um, they hide and and. They want to capture him. They want to, they want to take his, his word, his knowledge, his good faith, and they want to tear it all down. So basically to make him as a liar and to make his word, you know, unreliable for God. So that then people won't trust you, people won't follow your ways and things like that. So be very, very careful about that because Satan uses people. He even uses, you know. Christians, he uses people to oppress us. He uses people to keep us down, to keep us focused on not glorifying God. Oh, that's why there's depression. That's why there's anxiety. That's why there's stress. There's worry. Because Satan is using something to get to us that he knows that he can get to us with and not glorify God's word. So those are the four things that I want to touch on that Satan uses. He uses... He'll swallow us. He'll, he'll try to swallow us. He'll try to distract us. He'll accuse us. He'll take our thoughts and our words and manipulate them for his, uh, for his, his work, obviously. And he will stir up. He will try to stop our faith. So those are the four things that Satan oppresses us with. You know, the enemy, the spiritual things that Satan will oppress us with. But now let's get into the things that we can use against Satan for you know God's glory to push back Satan out of our spiritual warfare that we're going through. As verse 3 says, trust in the Lord. David said, 
Whenever I'm afraid, I trust in you. The word in Hebrew, trust, means batach, which means confident, secure, and safe. So we are confidently in God, we are secure in God, and we are safe in God's hands. That's why David really touched on it. He says, whenever I am afraid, I trust in you. So that means we can go to God in, in anything. So that's one. And then verse 4 says, trust God's word. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I will put my trust. I will not fear. What can mere men do to me? See, David gets the revelation that God is on his side, so he can't lose. So that's, that's when he's like, yep, okay. I have been down, but I feel the spirit. I know what God told me. God said, I am with him. Men, men can't do nothing to me because I am in God. Another one is we can take refuge in the Lord, just as verse 8 says. Your number, my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? The word number is to keep score or keep track in order to celebrate at another time. You see what I'm saying? David was like, you number my tears. You keep them in a bottle. So think about any sport. You keep track of who's going to win, the numbers. You keep track of the numbers. And so at the end of the game, who has a higher number celebrates because they won. So think about that. Think about that. And then now let's look at the word wandering, which means to exile. The enemy tried to exile us from God by spiritually attacking us. But God kept the score. Remember that God kept the score. The enemy tried to attack us and have us wandering all around, wondering what's next, what's going to happen. But God is on our side. God kept the score. Let's go to verse 9 now. Prayer equals crying out to God. When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. That's what David said. David said, when I cry out to you, that's when my enemies will turn back. Because they know that there is something greater. Basically, David's saying, you mess with the wrong one. God hears our prayers and waits for that right tone. And, you know, when we are in our despair to get up and move. That's kind of like a parent when he hears his children crying. You know the crying of, you know, just whining. You know the crying of they might have stubbed their toe or something like that. And then you know the crying of when there's something really wrong. You, you can distinctly tell those cries. Same thing with God. God can tell, you know, God, yeah, you got the spirit in you. You calling on me. Yep, okay. I got you. I hear you. I hear you. But when it's like you are in despair, when you cry out and you like, I don't know what my next move is, and you just cry and God sees that, you're like, yep, that's what I need right there. Now I'm about to move. Now I'm about to tear some stuff down, make a way out of no way. That's what we got to remember. That's what we got to remember. And then the B clause of verse 9, here's another one. The B clause of verse 9 is... We can rest in absolute peace. David said, this I know because God is for me. So when we cry out to God and we hear God and we start seeing God moving and working, that's when we know we can rest in absolute peace because God is with us. God ain't going to let his people perish. God won't. 
as long as we honor and glorify him, he ain't going to let us fall. Verse 12, honor the Lord. David was talking about vows he made. Vows, this is what David said. Vows made to you are binding me, O God. I will remember, I will re-render, I will render praises to you. I'm sorry. I will render praises to you. You see, if we keep our if we keep the promise that we made to God when we were saved, that was found in the Ten Commandments, where God said, Honor God. That means nothing. Nothing before him. And if we see us living out that, if he sees us living out that course, he will get up and move and shake things in our time of despair. So in, our, in, in the Ten Commandments, God, God said, honor me as God. Basically, that's what he's saying. You know, he's breaking it down, saying there won't be any other gods. Honor me as God. So if you keep that vow to him, when you got baptized, you got saved. That's what that means. You're keeping that vow to God that you're going to honor him with all your heart, that you're going to lean solely on him as the father. And if when your time of despair, yes, he's going to move. He's going to work. When Satan is attacking you late nights and you can't do nothing but cry out to God, God remembers all of that. God, God hears you. God knows it. And he will start to work in your time of despair. You know, Ecclesiastes 4, Ecclesiastes 5, I'm sorry, 4 through 6 also talks about the promises and vows we make to God. But you can read that on your own time. It's, 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 it, that's a good scripture to read as well. The vows that we make, the promises that we made to God. So we keep our promise to God. God will keep his promise to us. Basically saying, if you honor me as God and God alone, I got you. And the last thing to winning the spiritual battle to Satan attacks is give witness to God. Glorify God, just as David did in verse 13. He said, you have delivered my soul from death and have kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the living light. Mm, Jesus. That means he's giving the praise to God about how to, how he was kept, how he was saved. You know, like I said, they was he was going through an attack. He was physically being hunted by the Philistines, and God kept him. He was in Gath, and God kept him. He was on the run. God kept him. He did not get captured, take overtaken, overthrown, or anything. God had him in his hands. And so he gave that. He, he wanted to share the glory that he received from God with others. So that's one thing we must do. We must fellowship and witness to God's glory, just as David did. We must do that. Amen. Amen. And we can also proclaim to turn back the enemy by rebuking the devil. You know, we have that power. Jesus put gave us the Holy Spirit within us when he went to the cross. <clears throat> he gave us the spirit with us. He gave us his spirit. God put that in us. That's our comforter. So we have that power to rebuke the devil's demons and demonic forces by using the blood of Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ's name. We can use the blood of Jesus, but we must use it in Jesus Christ's name because everything will, will, will fear, everything will shake, everything will fall by the name of Jesus Christ because Jesus overtake, overtook hell, death, and the grave when he went to the cross. 
when he rose up, Jesus, Jesus had all power in his hands. So we must use, that's very important that we use in Jesus Christ's name. Because we don't have the power unless we use that name of Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ's name. So just basically, when you're going through something and it's tough and we, and it's, like I said, we're, we're going through that spiritual battle and Satan is just attacking, attacking, attacking. The demonic forces is all around us. When nothing seems to go right and we finally come into our recognition that I'm under attack. I want you to say this or something. something you can talk right to him, but you got to use Jesus Christ's name. I rebuke every satanic plan and desire upon our lives by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So just something similar to that. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to say this one more time. This is going to be for all of us. For all, everybody that watches this video. Everybody that hears it. I rebuke every satanic plan and desire that he attacks us with upon all of our lives. I rebuke it. By the blood of Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So, again, I just wanted to share insight on, break down Psalm 56, something that David was going through. Dave, while David was being attacked and, and hunted, you know, he was being hunted spiritually and physically. And he kept focus of God. He had to remember, you know what, God is on my side. I'm about to win this. I'm about to win this. And if you look, if you break, if you go for yourself and break down the scripture, you will see that there's four things that really, four verses where he's being attacked. And then there's seven verses where he's like, yep, God's bigger than this. I got this. It's more good than it is bad. So read that scripture for yourself. If you want to read it in the, in the New King James Version, Amplified, New Living, just read it for yourself and break it down. And remember that, that we are not battling. We are not battling each other. We are not battling one another, but we are battling the spirits, the principalities, the demons of this unseen world. Stuff that we can't see, the stuff that's taking place in the background. The fight, the battle of heaven and hell. The things that's going on that we cannot see. But we always, we know that it's happening, but we have to keep mindful of God's word. We have to keep mindful of the attacks that Satan will do. And Satan will use people to try to manipulate you, to try to, you know, keep, knock you off of your square. But we have to stay focused of God's word. Amen. So let's end this with prayer. And I please, and please, please, please share this, like it, watch it again, go through it. But most importantly, read the word for yourself and break it down just as I did. Break it down. That's what we must do. Understand it. Read it and break it down again. So let's end this with a prayer. Lord Jesus, we come to you right now, Father God. We come to you in thanksgiving. Lord, we come to you right now just saying thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time to fellowship with you. Thank you for this time to read your word, to have another opportunity to fight Satan's tactics and to remember that you are in control. Lord, we thank you for everything. Lord, I ask that you... Give us, continue to give us the strength to fight, to go on. And Lord, when we can't, that's, that's when we cry out to you for you to get up and you move and you pick us back up and you pat us on the back for us to keep going. 
Father God, we thank you for your son who died for us, that conquered hell, death, and the grave so that we can use the tools that he gave us, which is the Holy Spirit, to live holy and to remember Jesus and to rebuke Satan, his demons, his forces, and any enemy that's coming against us. So, Lord, we come to you right now in Jesus Christ's name, rebuking any force, any demonic force, any spiritual attack against us, our family, our lives, our finances, anything, oh God. We thank you. We thank you for, for you sending your son to die for us, for, for us to be reconciled with you, to be able to use the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ's name to rebuke Satan and to be comforted and to be one with you again, oh God. So we thank you for this moment. Lord, I ask that you just continue to bless us. Touch somebody who don't know you today, oh God. Let them turn from their ways. Let them recognize if they're being attacked, what it is, and let them turn to you for help, oh God. We thank you, God, and we put nothing or no one above you. And we say these things in your matchless son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, watch my video. And me and my wife will put out more content. And uh, just keep 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 your walk strong with the Lord. Keep study, studying his word. Keep fellowshipping. Keep ministering to one another. Thank you. God bless you.